Namaste. Welcome to Buddha's teaching. My name is Soti Tim. First of all, I like to pay respect to the Triple Gems. I like to pay respect to the Buddha. I like to pay respect to the Dharma. And I like to pay respect to the Sangha. Hello everyone. How's everybody doing after the new year? As we wind down the celebration for Western country or countries who celebrate Christmas, now that the holiday season is over, the new year is upon us. We are saying goodbye to 2021. I hope everybody had a safe and happy holiday, had a happy gathering, had a good, had good memories with your loved ones. Just want to make sure that memories are memories. Whether you had good memories over this past holiday uh, period or not so good one, let memories be memories. Okay. Do not let it bother you or do not get attached to them because just like i have this i have covered in previous episode do not let good memories turn into the seed of future suffering Okay, good memories are good memories. Okay, but as we all know, everything is impermanent. So yes, good memories were made, but do not let them become the seed of future suffering. If not too good of memories happen during this past holidays. Let it be just also memory. Do not stay with it. Let it go. I'm sure there are many people who experience not too good of a holiday gathering. There were people, and I know, there were people who went to the family gathering with an awkward um, situation, 
with some kind of issue that already had happened before and they just had to be at a gathering so things did not turn out well they did not they could not see family members or relatives eye to eyes and conversation lead to disagreement and things like that right it happens and we all know that it happens so yeah good memories were made and not too good memories were also made but remember that all of this when this happened and the sense of being happy or not happy with whatever happened is a sense of is coming out from our own attachment to that event right the event that happened whether good one or bad ones now when we develop attachment to it we develop liking and not liking what happened see that's why i said watch those events watch those memories don't let them become the seed of your suffering is being aware of this which we call having sati right s a t i or being mindful of the of our own mind activity toward these events by being aware of our own emotion that's happening that react to those events those that is the very thing that we have to keep watch for right is our own reactive mind or we call it our own ego mind because after all that is what the world run on our operating system of the world the whole world is run on this the power of the ego mind for those of you who comes to realize this knowledge of the ego mind you can become aware of it about the ego egoic activities of the mind that goes on within yourself and within the people all around you when you start to understand how the mind react about the sense of i that 
the ego mind is displaying, you will become amazed to yourself that, wow, now I see how the ego mind operates. Okay? But before you can see that in others, you have to be able to see it in yourself first. How the ego mind operates. How the self-I operates. Interact with people around you. When you come to realize the work of the ego mind, the sense of I, I am right and you are wrong, then you can see that happening in people around you. When you're in the gathering, when you're in the family gatherings and all, you can see that people talk and people laugh or people express emotion, all of those activities are the products of the self-I, which we call the ego mind. See, that is why this is what we call the normal mind in this world, right? The ego mind is the default conditioned mind that we all have and many people do not realize that because we are born with this default operating system so the self i the ego mind does all the work as you look around the room during the parties, during the gathering, you can see how the ego mind works and interact with each other. And you can see within yourself also how the ego mind within you act or react or did it do anything. If you come so far to, all the way to this episode i think you have some sense of what i am talking about right for most of the people that sense of i the sense of self is always there is automatic okay so that's why the buddha said the world is blind it's because that's how the people knows about their life, how they operate, they laugh, they cry, they fight, and they love, right? 
at the gathering, I'm sure people watch TV, people watch different shows, people listen to music, and they bring up all kinds of topics about the shows, about the music, about the pop stars, about the different events, about kids, what's going on, right? It's all about what people say, life. Okay? That's what life is. To most people, that's the way it is. You live, you have good times, and you have not good times. And you have gathering, and you have fight, and you have breakups. And that is just the way it is. You see, and that is what we call normal lives. So, it, that's why it is difficult. And since people only know this much about life, okay? This is all people know about life. When their problem arise, they say, well, there's problem. So the sense of self-I has to defend itself and have to argue and have to show up strong, okay, to defend itself, to say, you are wrong, I am right. Okay, you are bad, I am good, and that creates the fight. And one thing leads to another, the small thing becomes big. Big thing becomes breakup, become anger, having this uh, dislike feeling toward each other, hate each other, break up, divorce, and all that. It's because it, people think this is what life is. It's normal. And so everybody just goes through it, right? People will just be going through it because that's all there is to it. That's why the Buddha said, wow, the world is blind at life. The worldly life is full of suffering. 
and that is a very reason why mental suffering mental sickness is the major cause in everybody's lives at one moment or the other okay People do have good time in between. There's gap of happiness here and there. But we all know, we all do things, okay, to relieve ourselves from our own suffering. And this is something that is hard for people to understand. When the Buddha said, life is full of suffering, okay, or life is suffering, many people, or the majority, or well, I say most of the people, do not agree with that, okay? People say, no, that's not it. There are suffering in life, but life is not suffering. That's what people argue. People say there are suffering in life, they recognize that, but life is not suffering. Life has its good time, it has its not so good time, and so that's the way it is. That is why it's difficult for a lot of people to comprehend. Life, if not suffering, why would people need to go look for happiness? Why would you want to be happy if you are the good? Why would you want to be happy? Okay, why would you, why is it that you want to go to a movie? Why you want to go on a vacation? Why you want to listen to music? Because there's something that you need something missing right something that you're not happy with that's why you go looking for something to to change the situation to make things feel better right to 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 change the atmosphere right If life, if your life is already complete, why would you need to go to a vacation? Why need to go to the beach? Why need to change um, the atmosphere? You're already good where you are. 
You see, it is because our mental um, state is agitated. That's why we're looking for something. Our mental state cannot be still. We said, I'm bored. I gotta do something. Um, I want to go this place. I want to go there to make my to make me happy. Right? Why is it? It's because our mental state is disturbed. And by going to different place, to vacation spot, you say, you see, life is happy right there. Right? I'm happy. See? Life is not always, it's not suffering. Life is happy when I'm at a vacation spot. But if you think about this a little bit more, you will realize that is it the vacation spot that you go to makes you happy? Or it's just that the mind changed. The mind got the satisfaction of being somewhere that pleased the mind and the mind changed and the mind becomes happy. Okay? Which means before that the mind was not happy. The mind was bored, the mind was agitated, the mind was disturbed. So the mind was restless. And because of that, the mind is looking for some kind of liberation, some kind of entertainment to release itself. So the mind goes to movie, the mind listens to music, the mind goes to vacation. So when the mind goes to a vacation, the mind becomes happy, right? Oh yeah, relaxed and happy and all that. Okay, that's fine. But let's see how long can that state of mind last? For example, let's say you live in the United States. Okay? And you live in the northern part of the country which is very cold in the winter. And you dream of going down south to a warm place. Right? You dream of going to the beach in Miami. You dream of going to the beach in Hawaii. Okay? And for those of you in, in Europe, you dream of flying to Florida. You dream of going down to the Mediterranean Sea or to South Africa or go to even far land, Thailand, Asia, right? Exotic 
place and for those who live in the warm climate country or underdeveloped country they dream of going to vacation spot like oh i like to go see new york the big apple they dream of going to see america a place where a lot of wealthy people live they dream of going to hollywood they dream of going to see the eiffel tower in paris okay or you know many many places everybody has a dream spot vacation somewhere to see now let's say you dream of going to a sunny beach in miami florida or key west the ultimate heaven spot or go to orlando disney world universal right california los angeles hollywood or whatnot many places so when you get there the mind is happy the mind is hopefully the mind is happy because many people before they even get there the mind get into fight because they already get stressed by going there but that's that's a different story let's say you get there and now you got to the happy spot that you had dream of okay just imagine that's happy state of mind that you have happens because your mind was not happy right and now your mind becomes happy when you're at the dream place what if you were to live in that dream place let's say you go there two three weeks four weeks you said you decide to stay there i'm gonna live here after a few months after a year after two years would your state of mind be the same still at that happy state or will your state of mind change your mind will change again won't it so that spot that heaven spot that you were dreaming of now becomes normal and here comes the ego mind yes that is normal what are you talking about you see the ego mind will inject itself into this conversation and say yeah after a while it becomes normal so what's the big deal the thing is this is the work of the ego mind you see the mind state 
was not happy and is never happy. The happiness is always ahead of you. Even though you're at the, you are sunny, sunning at the beach in Hawaii, after you live there for a while, your state of mind will change. And after a while, you will, you will be dreaming, hey, I like to see New York. See? Now Hawaiian people want to go see New York, and New York people want to go Hawaii. You see that? People who live in Minnesota want to go to the Caribbean, and the people who live in the Caribbean love to live in the U.S. The mind is always restless. That's what suffering is. Okay? That's what suffering is. That's what the Buddha refers to. Life is suffering because life is never enough. It's always looking for something. Okay? To keep itself happy, the ego mind is always looking for something out there. To keep it happy. To 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 please itself. It keeps going out there. The mind is never at peace. And you wonder why is it what's going on? How come you know we never so and that is the reason why that since people can never seem to have in enough and do not understand this concept. So in order to keep themselves happy, they have to gather more. They have to get more. When you have one car, you, have, you need another one. When you have two cars, you need a boat. When you have a small house, when you, have a, when you don't have a house, you want a house. When you have a house, you want a bigger house. When you have a bigger house, you want a mansion. When you have a 25-inch TV, you want a 40-inch TV, and so on and so forth. You see, the mind is restless. That's what it means. Life is suffering. Now, there's nothing wrong oh, because we are already born into this world. Okay? There's nothing wrong of going after more. But make sure you understand what goes on in your mind. When you're going after things, make sure you realize that this is the product, this is the work of this ego mind, which I cannot get rid of. Okay? So let's say you're going after something, someone, some kind of object or materials or whatever. But if you understand this, 
then you won't have too much of an attachment to what you're going after. See, now you release a little stress. Because if you don't realize that, then become very stressful. But if you know, okay, I realize that, okay, the mind wants this, the mind wants that. Okay, let's just, you know, do the best. Okay, if we can, go for it. But there's no attachment. You see the difference? The difference is you have to become, you have to come, become aware of your own desire, of your own mental activities. Okay? Because if you're not aware of your own mental activity, you become that desire. You become that, um, that uh, emotion. And that's where the problem is. Okay? Once you become that, so the, 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 the big self I will take over completely and you lose your mind. You lose yourself to the ego mind. And then you will suffer major suffering when things do not happen the way you want. Mental suffering, mental sickness, you see? But by becoming aware of this mental activity within you, then you become mindful that when we call it having sate, become mindful of your own mind activity of its own desire. Okay? So at least that helps, that helps reduce the level of stress that you have by at least understanding the desire or the fire that you that the, the ego mind created. You know, in the sutra, the one of the sutra, the Buddha is called the fire sutra or the Buddha had described about fire. And it's not the fire that burns in the stove. It's the fire within. I believe the sutra's name is Fire Sermon. The fire that rises within you is the fire of, that comes from desire, the fire that comes from anger, and the fire that comes from ignorance, in Pali word called moha, which is translated to as not knowing. These fires, this fire that comes from these three sources are the fires that burns everything down. This fire can burn yourself down, the fire of greed, lope, the fire of anger, dosa, and the fire of ignorance. Moha. These fire 
happens inside of us. We all know that the fire arises within us when we have this emotion, the desire or the anxiety or the anger, the stress. You can feel that within you. That fire is inside you. It's not inside the person in front of you. It's inside you, that fire. Okay? I have mentioned this in previous episodes also. Watch that fire. That fire is the reaction of the ego mind. And that fire can come up very fast. Okay? You hear something or you see something, that emotion come up really fast, go zoop. All of a sudden, your ear turns warm, right? Anger. Okay? You feel it. Your heart pumping. You see? That's fire. Fire is burning inside you. And what generates that? What generates that fire? It's the reaction of the ego mind, right? Which comes from the root of greed or desire. Desire to be right. Okay? You are wrong. I am right at any cost. Okay? Fire from anger, from hatred, from envy, and the fire that is generated by not knowing anything and because of not knowing what to do or what to say but by not knowing it thinks that it knows and when it clash with other not knowing it creates fire friction Mental illness pervades the entire planet. Mental sickness pervades the entire world. Doesn't matter what class or of you are in the in the society, whether you are a prime minister of a country or a farmer in the countryside rural or suburb it doesn't matter who you are this fire is burning inside every single one when the condition is right fire will arise This is 
something that the Buddha saw. And I'm sure you can attest to it. You can probably now, by now, realize that this is the truth. Oh, every human being. How are we going to get away from this? See, so that's why the Buddha said, as long as we operate with this sense of self, I, this ego, I, there is no escape. Because the sense of self, I, will always keep you trapped in the cycle of what we call samsara. It's the cycle, it's the trap of the different defilement that we have, the longing from one thing to the next that will that we can never be free from. So what is it that we can be free from according to the Buddha? It is our own mind. The liberation is the liberation from our own self-ego mind. By realizing what the ego mind is, and by realizing its work. That's all there is to it. There's nothing else other than that. In the Satipatthana Sutra, Satipatthana Sutra, the goal of the Sutra is to get us to realize that fire and to cool down that fire. Okay. To have sati, which means to be mindful of the rising fire within. Okay. Once we become aware of our own mind, of the rising defilement within, and we can catch it on time, and for the benefits of ourselves, not for anyone. That is also another key point, key important point, to understand that this defilement, which is in Pali word called Kilesa. I think it's spelled K-E-L-I-S-A, Kilesa. This defilement that arise within us, okay, create and disturb who we are, 
okay it and we are and listen is not the we or the ego mind it disturbs the inner essence of being the peacefulness of who we are these defilements create the agitation creates restlessness never have enough these defilements are the factors and the reason that keep us going after outside materials for things for to 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 please itself to entertain itself okay so in another word it keeps us going through stuff that we that can that can never fulfill us and when this craving this intention of going after this after that keeps happening it becomes this is the habit of the mental mind of the mental activity and because of this habit of going after this going this is what keeps us in the bondage this is what trap us in the bondage because we keep wanting wanting and wanting we never have enough it's just the function of the ego mind you see and the function of the ego mind it's been like this ever since human exists ever since human exists this how this is how the ego mind works keeps going after more stuff this stuff all the time that's how the what we call normal mind works but after the buddha discovery that is not necessarily the case the right mind is opposite the right mind is at peace the right mind is within and it's already complete and the right mind has no self there's no sense of self which is exact opposite of the ego mind that we are operate under every day when you wake up i go to the bathroom there goes the eye you see that i brush my teeth there's no way you're gonna get away from that eye you see that's that sense of self i is always there is always present with you 
That's why we keep talking about who am I, who is this self. That's why the Buddha based on what is this self I that we keep referring to, the Atman, right? What is it? Where is I? Who am I? And that's how the why the Buddha breaks down. We refer to ourselves, I here, with what? With the body and with the mind. That's why we study about the body and the mind. You see? It all comes to a full circle. It is not an easy topic for most people to understand. I know that. I realize that. Me, myself included. But at least if you have an idea, sir, okay, this I you cannot get rid of. This I is what you're going to live with for the rest of your life. Okay, you and I. But by realizing that I that we refer to, that I is just a phenomenon. By realizing what that I is, is a first amazing step for you to discover the true meaning of who we are, the essence of who we are. And that's where you can see the release, the true release or the true liberation from the ego mind while you are experiencing the ego mind. You see, and the ego mind will keep operate, keep operating. But you also have this sati or this mindfulness behind it. When the ego mind operates, you know the ego mind is functioning. And by having sati, you can release that egoic activity by not following it because you know what is need to be done and what need not to be done or not necessary. See, there's no need to fight, to argue that I am right. There's no need to stand that I'm right, you're wrong, to have argument and all that. It's, it's not worth the effort. You see? You don't want to argue with a six-year-old kid even though you know that he or she is not doing the right thing, but why would you want to argue with the little kid? Okay? 
the same thing. Why would you want to argue with, you know, the mind that is not liberated? When you know that you before also were in a situation when you had no clue about this mental activities that is going on within you until you meet with Buddha's teaching. So, you and me, we were in the same boat before. Who were we to blame back then when we were in the ignorant mode? And I'm not saying that we are clear of ignorance either. We are at levels, there are different, there are levels, many levels of ignorance. What I'm saying is, you just be, I'm just being thankful of where I'm at. And there's no need to argue to other minds who are probably more ignorant to the truth of life. Because there's no need. It's not necessary. You, you, you just don't find it necessary to win. There's, there's no desire to win. But instead, if you see the, the, the real truth in the mental activities, in the action, and if you see that, let's say, in the, in the kid, when the kid is doing something wrong, you don't want, you're not going to uh, fight or have argument with the kid. Instead, with love and compassion, you help guide that, the, the little boy or little girl. So it's the same thing toward other beings at your age or older than you or a little younger than you doesn't matter what age they are at if you are fortunate enough to be at a level that you can comprehend somewhat about Buddha's teaching about the mental activity of the ego mind that we all have then you stop being judgmental then you stop being righteous Stop being, you know, a big person and just become somebody who would love to help others if opportunities arise. See, that's important. You cannot just force your, your understanding on others either. They the condition has to be right in order for you to offer your dana, your knowledge or wisdom or whatnot. So I hope you got something out of this and wish you all a good and prosperous 2022 it's another year 
but it's just another day. It's just an anniversary of the planet going around the sun one time, and that's all. But the day is just a day. 24 hours is the same. It's nothing new. It's nothing old. Time has no age. Until later date, Namaste.